What's up, everyone? Hope you guys are killing it this week. It's the Wealth Through Wi-Fi podcast where we talk about all aspects of life. We're here to share our journey, our experiences, and to show you guys that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. So with that being said, it's your host, Zach Sweet. Scott's currently uh, messing with the mics. And uh, tonight we have a good friend of mine, Ryan, in the house. Um, Ryan, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? I appreciate you having me on here. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad you take the trip out, man. Yeah, three hours, three hours. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we figured uh, we'd have Ryan pop on. Uh, me and Ryan met, and we'll uh, you know, we're gonna touch on a little bit. We met back in the boost days, the OG uh, OG admins of the boost days. So that's how me and Ryan met during the COVID days of the crypto stock fucking boom when times All were crazy man stuff. yeah when time was different time but it was definitely when somebody that couldn't rub two nickels together could rub together a couple nickels and end up with a couple thousand. Oh yeah for a sure. couple million and they didn't even know what they did <laughs> most of them didn't even know how to cash it out yeah so um i figured yeah we would have ryan on again we'd chop it up uh it's super bowl weekend so we wanted to get in the studio maybe we'll talk some sports gambling you know just an open topic tonight guys and really gonna kind of nothing serious tonight except you know just basic conversations like we always do well i think i think it's a good I one mean, to talk have, about yeah we i think stories. i think i think sports betting is a good way to go because yeah, ryan seems super to be bowl. into it yeah and, like, ryan it's something is... i don't do but we're both yeah. sports fans, and then we have Zach. I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been learning. I just been, I just throw money at the fucking. Well, I just feel like it's something that everybody can relate to, especially since they just brought it to New York. Right. Um. You know, it's something where a lot of people our age they're getting into it, and if you do it the right way, you can make money. But also, you know, it's important to understand that if you don't do it the right way, right, you can, you lose, can a, lose a lot of money, and it's addicting, just like anything yeah, else. Quick, especially yeah. when you you get used to that high of winning, you know, those and that, parlays. And that's like and my issue. Like, I feel like there's too many people that play that when they gamble with sports. When they gamble with sports, it's tough because you win once or you see someone win. And then you keep just That's throwing me. money at it. And it's too easy. It's, like, too accessible. It's, like, yeah, it's the fact that with a click of a button, you know, you could turn 50 into 100. But you don't think about it when you're gambling or when you have people, you know, you see those things on Twitter where somebody turns 50 bucks into 20 grand, right? And it's like, oh, that could be me. So you chase that over and over mm-hmm. again. You don't realize it's like maybe that person has bet 30 grand to finally hit that one bet that made him 20, right? So everyone used to hate me back when, like, the Nauk boys, like, were first, like, getting big. But, like, one of the things I always used to bash on them for was, like, Steve will do it, like, got huge because, like, all the different gambling sites. And the thing was, like, he would always post these reels on, like, his main socials where you'd see, like, him winning big. But it was so crazy because the dude would live stream and, like, he would be playing all day and losing all day. And nobody would take the time to watch that and, like, see that that was what was actually happening. And I remember, oh, you're hating, you're hating. So not that I'm hating, it's that people don't understand that these dudes are getting paid to lose money on their sites so that more people will come lose money on their sites. Yes, they're going to let them win big. Yes, they're going to let them show it everywhere. Yes, they're going to broadcast it on top of them because they know it's publicity. And, like, people get too caught up on that. And they see, like you said, someone win big, and they want to jump right on board. Well, that's also the problem with, like, our generation, right, is mm-hmm. you see those people that they win that money real quick, and everybody is so quick. Like, people don't want to work. Like, our generation, they don't want to work to earn something right and so people you know sports gambling is the same as anything else like you gotta 
it's trial and error. Same thing with life, right? The best way to learn is trial and error. And the same thing with sports gambling, where I, you know, I've been betting on sports since before it was legal in New York, right. where I was betting on the sites like you're talking about with Steve will do it, like stake and stuff. Um, but, you know, it, once you kind of learn and you can take your emotions out of it and you can start to realize that if you take the right bets, you're, you're going to lose. You're going to lose and you're going to win. At the end of the day, you just have to make sure your wins outweigh your losses. But the problem is, is a lot of people... You start betting, you lose a couple hundred, and it's like, okay, I got to make that couple hundred back. And then you start chasing. And then once you start chasing, that's when, you know, you wake up fucking Monday morning after Sunday football and you're 800 in the hole and, you know, people get in trouble that way. So, yeah, that's definitely just, that's the scary part about it. But I, I like the aspect. Um, I definitely <laughs> fucking hate looking at him when he talks about sports betting. Because I just think it's fun because I never right used to, yeah. I've never, yeah, I never used to watch sports. I've always played them hockey baseball football basketball done them played them all most of them but i never used to watch sports because i just i don't know i never did like them but but now i watch them more which is cool because i bet on them so it's like when you're betting on them it, like i it definitely is fun because then like most people in the room that like to watch sports i can actually relate no, not that i never know what's not going on but i think it's, so. it definitely adds to being able to watch the games it's fun it makes Definitely. it interesting and your boys you're, you're gambling with your friends and shit you get, there's nothing better yeah there's nothing better really. than well, everybody has the same bet and it cashes you know what i mean everybody's right. happy hell yeah but let me tell you let me be like why so i'll tell you like i absolutely love sports watch sports my entire life like it goes in whatever cycles where i watch different ones but i'm a big you know i like professional football college football and college basketball and like there's cycles where like I'll watch every game for a certain team or I'll watch multiple games every single day and I like to watch it. And the reason why I can't get involved in the betting side of it is because I've watched so many people that I know love sports watch it get ruined by sports. Mm -hmm. And it's the idea that they're all trying to, they lose money and then they're trying to hit big the one time and they think it's going to hold them off. And those aren't the people that should be betting on sports. Like what Zach was talking about, what you're talking about, where it's supplemented. It's a small amount of your income. Right, yeah. It's like the idea, have you ever heard of someone winning the lottery and a losing all the money you see it in the newspaper or b starting a business and that business flourishing have you ever even heard of it's a, a person every time. winning the lot lottery and, and starting a business that flourished winning millions of dollars starting a business i don't even think i've heard of it right it's because fast money never lasts right you 100%. never learn the lesson and of that, getting that amount of money if you don't lose money make money along the way and you can yeah, definitely once you turn that you know 200 bucks into 10 grand now it's like okay now 10 grand isn't enough right now of i need 20 not. grand now i need 50 grand <laughs> now, now i need, need 100 grand. and we saw that especially in the in the crypto world i mean the it was insane thing. we saw people that made six figures seven figures eight figures and now they don't have two pennies to rub together from it or you have your famous fucking saying diamond hands yeah you're sitting on a million dollars well, and diamond i'm not gonna hands sit and there and like cap on it like my wallets got up at the peak of crypto like i got shy of a million dollars i was like nine hundred seventy eight thousand dollars and like of that now it's like slightly outside of six figures like i don't even have six figures left right. a lot i mean everybody can attest to that yeah so that many, was literally so losses, I, but... at least the three of us sitting right yeah. here oh, we're all dude. in a very similar situation <laughs> yeah. as far as that goes yeah. it's like sure. yeah. i'm not upset about it at all like, yeah. people always it's like asking it's like it, you got to learn from it and like there still are projects and there still are things that like i have a lot invested in that like I believe will go up and like I'm going to be providing liquidity for those projects and making money and making little plays along the way. But like that's what you have to do with these things. People invest in them like they're investing 
in a lottery ticket. You're not investing in a lottery ticket. You're investing in a company, usually a startup company that's at the beginning of its time. So like you need to let it flourish. You need to let it start to grow. It's still pioneering time. It takes time. Patience. As access, like, patience. With patience pays. Patience pays. Though, but yeah, it, it's thing. without a doubt, hundred percent. You gotta, no matter what you're doing in life, it takes patience. You know what I mean? Whether to build this podcast to where you guys oh want to get it to, it takes patience. Yeah. It takes time. You know, and it's the same thing with everything. So it's a valuable lesson. But you know, at the same time, you know, we can look back at it now, to where you know we all know we're gonna have another bull run, right? Where oh, we hit facts. crypto and like maybe we get round For two. Sure. But we to will. think about the experience we got in that first run, oh, if we awesome. can see this again, if we see oh, the same type of run, we already know what's going on. It's game over. Yeah, that's you know why I mean? that's. And it was a learning experience. And I mean, it's humbling to think like, for sure. dude, I was looking at, you know, half a million dollars. Yeah. And, great. you know, we didn't take it. Yeah. And it's like, were we fucking like, stupid? Dude, like, what were we So thinking? many calls, freaking DPLS, fucking Sheba. All that I mean, shit. But the beautiful thing is, is like, just to touch on that real quick, is. And this is why, you know, me and you have grown closer is like we want to help people. Yeah. Right. Sure. And you think back to just the boost days where when it was just the chat mm-hmm. and, you know, how many people, people we helped. Right. I mean, dude, we turned people that were working dead end jobs to six figures, yeah. millionaires. Yeah. You know, that ass. Like changing people's lives. Yeah. So we did that for a year straight. Yep. So, I mean, that to me was worth, you know, how the end yeah, how the, the ending right. came right like being able to help those people was what was worth it for me i mean and me I, and ryan sat on multiple zoom calls for hours and hours on end with hundreds of people's people just teaching them game helping them out learning them just teaching them how to ex- do the exchanges gas slippage all that stuff and multiple multiple zoom calls but it was like you said it was so worth it and i think we found a niche in that as well. As one of those I definitely where, did. Where you love it so much to where oh, like yeah. you put all this time, but it doesn't feel like you're putting the time. Right. In, right? Yeah. It's just like effortless. Like you wake mm-hmm. up. That's and what like, you enjoy doing. We're eat, yeah. sleep, and breathe in crypto yeah, was, for a year because it it's like, nuts. dude, like you said in the beginning, you could throw your fucking money at a dartboard yeah. and you were making money yeah. in 2020. You know Literally. what I mean? And, and I mean, I'll be honest. If you really think about it, think about Shib. Think about when you called Shib, right? Yeah. Like, bro, that's single, the best investment. Like, you made the best investment call of fucking all time. <laughs> like, literally, there's a guy who bought SHIB probably around the time when you called it, right? Right. And he, he's still sitting on it. It's like, what, like a trillion dollars? Well, that's what I was just about no, to not say. that like, much, but, but a, couple, all this like stuff, a billion, somewhere yeah, Or a billion there. or something like that? Yeah. yeah. It's the last man standing. And, like, too many people think they got to be the best at everything. And, like, they got to be the absolute, like, most skilled. Like, in all these industries and all these businesses, it's more of a last man standing. Like, who can withstand the most and stay true to what their original plan was and what they originally planned or set out to do and said they were going to do because that's part of it too it's like it's hard to stick to you know different business ventures companies whatever it is that people get involved in nowadays if you're building it on the wrong foundation the principles of it aren't true to what you actually are going to do you got to love what you do every day if you're going to wake up and you're going to do it because you got to think i mean i broke it down you spend eight hours a day at your job, right? Five days a week, 40 hours. I think it comes out to where, you know, if you do the amount of hours where you're awake, that might be another additional, what, six hours and mm-hmm. the other 10 to eight, you're asleep. Right. You're spending most of your life at work, working. So why would you do something you hate, mm-hmm. right? You got to find something that you like and you got to run with it. Yeah. So, you know, with that, um, crypto just came second nature. So, I mean, me and Zach, we were the same person yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. We were literally like... I had a job at the time that I was doing, but like at my job, I wasn't doing my job. I yeah, was doing yeah, everything yeah, boost. Yeah, like, yeah. And the thing was, is I was at a point where I was just like, 
I don't even care what happens at my job. Yeah. I was like, this is what I want to do anyways. Yeah. This is like where my passion is. And and Just helping it, people, we ran yeah. with it. And I mean, it was a beautiful thing for a long time, but you know, all good things eventually come to an end. Yep. But a lot of bit, a lot of just a lot of different egos and stuff, and that's what it comes down to. When definitely a lot of egos involved, and with a lot of money comes involved, you know, a lot of people, and especially after the chat grew so quick, like you know, it, we because we were in it like two hundred people, and then you know, I got really serious into it and really started to be that. And then I really started finding stocks, making calls, and then it just got crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. Got so blew up so fast. And, you know, it, it just, it's a lot to handle, especially you've never experienced all of it going on. The money, the, the, the status, just the people, the attention, you know, and everybody coming to you for help. And it was just so much work, but it was, it was worth it. Like you're saying, it was worth it for sure. But it definitely came down to a lot of, again, you have to be willing to work with people. And definitely there's others who just, are, it's tough for them to work with others, you know. Everybody's just yeah. Not know. everybody's morals are always going to line up. That's no, really yeah, absolutely. When money talks, and like it yeah. makes it tough. Like when there's enough people out in the world, like if you're not going to agree with people that have money, like they're going to find someone who will, and like that's mm -hmm. the reality of kind of playing with that fine line of you got to stay true to your morals, but like you also need to understand you're going to have to step in murky mm -hmm. waters. There's a opportunities bit. that you're going to have to and take advantage of and kind world. of swallow your pride a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's like everyone thinks like. There's no clear, golden, safe path in any entrepreneur, even any business venture Anything where you're life. not going to get yourself a little bit dirty. Like there's going to be no, times 100%. where like you're going to have to involve, you're going to be involved or you're going to have to do something that like outside of what you want to do. But like you got to see the big picture and that's where people get caught. And you have to live that. with it. But you also need to like tow that line. People cross that line real quick. Like I said, money talks and like too many people are too quick to jump on something because everyone else is doing it and they think that makes it okay. That's the problem. And that, that you saying that at the end is perfect. Cause right. Like, and that goes circles back to what you're talking about and even like investing, like you got to be there before every, before mm -hmm. the hype, right. Mm -hmm. With that, anything you do, like you want to start a business, you got to be there before the hype, right. Mm -hmm. Unless you have somebody mentoring you, right. like bringing you through the process to help you be successful. Right. But, you know, if you're not willing to put in the work from day one, you're you're never going to get there. But, like, we put in so much work throughout that year with Boost. I mean, it was insane. Like, the hours were countless. Oh, but, yeah. But no like, sleep some days. The, the, the closest way I can relate to it is, like, we all played sports, right? We were all mm -hmm. on sports teams. Mm -hmm. Like, the brotherhood you have with yeah. a sports team. Like, that's how I felt, like, yeah. at least for a large portion of Boost, that's what it was like. It was like a brotherhood. It was like... But Hell it wasn't yeah. just like a sports team. It was like hundreds of us. Yeah, it's because we were making money together. And like even I, if we were losing money, it was still We fun. were doing it all together. Right, We exactly. were bullshitting about it, having fun, right? And, and, you know, you go back to one of the days where I remember it was a stock and they were trying to short it. And I don't remember what stock it was, but we needed to finish like one cent above a certain mark, right? And it and it did. And it, we counted down in the chat all the way till closing time. Yeah, yeah. And we were fucked. We had everybody like, boom, I'm throwing two grand at it. I'm mm -hmm. throwing five grand yeah. at it. And meanwhile, our money isn't doing much, but it was just... Camaraderie. Yeah, Dude, yeah. It was like, we're all in this together. Yeah. And like, that was... That was the, fun, because you're right. And it, because you're... 
And it was strangers, too. Strangers. People you've never met. We have probably have nothing in common yeah. other than the fact that we like to gamble our money on crypto. <laughs> Air stocks or whatever yeah. we were doing at the time. And that was, I remember those days, countless nights, just waiting for the market to open, knowing it opened at 4 a.m., like pre-market. Like, what are we what are we but gambling on today? It, like, it what, was, what's going on? Like, dude, it was crazy. so fun. It's the, it's the concept of building your financial freedom, though. And, like, that's what I think a lot of people figured out during covid was like I think a lot of people have been stuck in this kind of cycle of thinking that they gotta follow all the norms, they gotta follow what everyone else does, they gotta follow the standard, and especially in New York. New York's like one of the hardest places to break out of the mold. Mm-hmm. People are really quick to jump on people that are trying to start something new, but the second it catches on, someone could have been talking shit about something thirty seconds ago. They see it on TikTok. Now all of a sudden it's their like, favorite thing. Well remember at a point too, like during Boost we like we didn't we we're like, this is only stocks only. <laughs> and yeah, then, dude, yeah. Right at the beginning yeah, like, we were just only talking able, about stocks. I, I when I came in, you know, I was pretty crypto oriented but we didn't really at that time even when i came in we didn't know much about the DeFi market so like i I did until we got into shib like we didn't know about DeFi markets so we were totally new to all that stuff we were just investing in regular crypto and then once we got into DeFi, that's when it took off some some kid came uh, what was his name that told you about shib the kid came to zach's house and he was literally sitting there Timmy, don't take this the wrong way if you hear this, but like he came in and he was talking about it. And I remember sitting on the couch, like, yo, well, this kid shut the fuck up talking about Shiba Inu. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is this kid talking about? Yeah. Well, Scott was the biggest hater to be. Yeah, I was the. Out of all of that. Out of all the people. Now he builds projects. Yeah. And it's just like, but it's like you, you're a naysayer to a certain point where like, I tell people this all the time, like you've got to be able to look at things from the opposite side and like admit when you're wrong in these situations. And that's where people are too quick nowadays around here where like they think people are going to care that like they change their opinion. So they wait for the masses to come when it's something like they might actually believe in. Like it's so crazy how much people care about the public. You got to be true to yourself. Well, I remember one, one time like Pat was like, why, don't tell people like somebody else told you about Shiba, and I was like, "Who gives a shit?" I still told right, it to everybody dude, else. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember everybody that. else right, without yeah, him yeah, having yeah, that connection, yeah, none of us me, have the connection. Yeah, so me, either way, yeah, but that's without, how it works for everything. And guess yeah. what? Like still, at the end of the day, so even if you found it, right? Somebody still wrote the fucking article. What's yeah, the fucking difference? Right, exactly. But it doesn't. People say that all the time with like when people say, like, like you guys quoted like a famous person or some shit. It's like, dude, I guarantee you they fucking heard someone else say. And like now that I listen to motivational speakers all the time, I can't tell you how many times they say they. You can hear them take parts from other people like yeah tony robbins taking something from eric thomas's speech like you see inky johnson taking something from so-and-so and like dude they don't give a flying fuck because they're all preaching the same thing why do you care if someone's trying to point push the same right. thing push the same opinion why does it matter why is that what you're fixating on like mm-hmm. yeah it's all just content and i mean that's what people don't realize is like content i was you're yeah. gonna run out of content well, yeah, what it is right? is like they they want to take a risk on something themselves and like they see other people doing it instead of realizing that's why they kind of have that little bit of jealousy is because they're not doing it themselves. Like if you're naysaying at someone in those situations, like it's because you're jealous of them to some degree, Mm -hmm. you wish that you would step outside your comfort zone and do the same thing. It might not be at the same thing, but you have a niche that you're not advancing on. Yeah. And that's something I learned. Like I learned, cause I joined sales, um, at like 18 years old, I joined the car business. And like one of the first things my managers taught me in the car business was like, never put down another dealership right right and that goes into all spans of life like don't knock on somebody else's hustle because mm-hmm. a you don't know what they're going through you don't know what they've went through you don't know what they had to do to get to where they're at exactly. so there's no point in knocking somebody's hustle because even at the end of the day if you say something bad about somebody and it ends up being true 
How did that help you at all? Yeah. It didn't help you doesn't. 1%. It doesn't help you at all. There's no don't use any energy trying to bring somebody else down when you know, you could use that same amount of energy to pick that person up right. and the effects that that has on the other person is so far outweighs. And I think that's what in the beginning of Boost that's that like you're talking about that brotherhood was again awesome because we were just that all was what we kept were so everybody dialed. alive. No, it really was. We were all having fun. We all were really just we were all there and again i think it just really goes to show how you a group of strangers can come together who all have a similar interest in something and then all, everybody would teach you know because we would always try to make it a family thing where you know if I, the admins weren't around like other people would still just help out knowing and i think that was another beauty of it too is that like you know we try to have people like be like, oh, you know, follow certain people, whatever. But when it come when it came to basic things, I think everybody was willing to, you know, help out. And yeah, that, yeah, and it that was, was so great. That was it was awesome. Thing. And I think, you know, for a while before like we got into crypto and boost, and like he made me the main crypto guy, like for boost, I was just a regular person, yeah, there, right. right? But I mean, the amount of hours that I put in helping people before mm -hmm. I got a title in mm -hmm. boost. I mean, I was doing it just to help people. Yeah, right. And like, it's because I wanted everybody else to succeed. Because mm -hmm. guess what? I had already bought my ship. My ship's going to go up or down whether you buy it or not. Yeah, so guess exactly. what? At the end of the day, if I you're in this group, and like I consider you a friend because you're in this group, mm -hmm. so I'm willing to help you. And yeah, that's exactly. what I was doing. I mean, I was taking hour-long phone calls with people that didn't even know what Coinbase was when right. I started with them. And Dude, by the time we're too. off the phone, they've got SHIB right. in their wallet. And, and it's like, it's a beautiful thing to yeah, see people learn. so happy. So happy. And I mean, for anybody out there listening to this, like, take that as a note. Like, if you have something that you want to do, go for it. And go mm -hmm. and try, try to do it. it. Fail. Because, at the, yeah, you're, you're going to fail. Yeah. I failed at countless things. I've failed more than I've succeeded in life. Mm -hmm. That's how you Everybody has. The most successful people have. The only way well, you get to success failing. is to fail. You're not learning either. Exactly. So. so, you know, go for it, right? If you if you are interested in crypto, interested in investing, interested Anything. in sports gambling, no matter what, starting try a business, it. whatever it is, you know, you can sit here and you can try to formulate a plan for years and years and years. And I mean, I can tell you from 18 to 25, I'm 25 now, like you snap. Time's wasted, gone, man. Yeah, right? right? I say that shit all the time. And it's like seven years went by at the snap of a finger before you know it, another seven's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. So you either start now well, you or consider years, yourself not going to start at all. You spend mm -hmm. five years formulating a one-year plan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You take right. five years to formulate your plan, then guess what? After you took five years to formulate your plan, you're like, I wasted you did it for six months, yeah. and then you're like, fuck, I don't even really like this. Mm -hmm. And now you just wasted five and a half years instead of wasting maybe a year if you had spent maybe six months formulating a plan or even just going for it. Right. Rip, we right? tell people, we say this all the time on the show, and it's like, we're not telling anyone to quit their nine to five, but like find that time outside of that nine to five to find your passion, and then you start to work that scale. And you let that become right. your nine to five. And then maybe you do do other things on the side, but find something that you truly enjoy. There's Be too many opportunities out there's there. There's so many opportunities to go. I got friends that do some of the weirdest things. Weirdest and they, things and, and you'd be surprised, right, is if you can get a side hustle, say your main job, you make, you know, a thousand bucks a week, right? It's enough to pay the bills, live a comfortable life, go out with your friends, whatever else. You know, if you can find a side hustle that pays you even two fifty a week, mm -hmm. right? It's $12,000 a year. It's not a bunch of money. But, but it still, works. it compounds yep. and yeah. it grows. But and then at the end of the year, that's $12,000. People think, you know, $12,000 <laughs> after a year, that's 12 months. That's not that much money. And it's like, well, guess what? You just wasted five years. If you didn't waste those yeah, five years, exactly. it'd be 60 grand. Now, how much is 60 grand? To yeah, you? a lot. Well, and that's like, the thing. 
if you weren't doing that, you would have been doing the same shit anyways with twelve thousand less dollars. And if mm-hmm. it's something you enjoy, like you're getting value out of it. And like too many people don't want to work themselves hard. And it's like, look, life is just gonna keep going. You know, with or without we, you. We flipped the little capsule. That's the sand's dripping down. Like the right. hourglass is going. Like you can fight it and hope and pray that like things aren't gonna change and you're gonna live in your little fuzzy coat. But like. It's not like you're going to end up doing exactly what you're doing. You're going to be complacent. You're going to live the exact same life that you've been living. Like you have to step outside your comfort zone. Like I say this all the time, like to be uncomfortable is to feel change. When you're uncomfortable is when things are changing, when something's out of the norm. And that's a good thing. You don't have to stay in it 24 seven, but you need to spend time in that uncomfortable zone. No amount of the time when you're trying to grow. That's a big thing for me is living uncomfortable for sure. Like, and one thing, you know, anybody that I've, like mentored like for crypto or anything like that like ever since all that other stuff with boost and everything fell apart like one thing i always told them is i want you because being successful in life like investing in monetarily is a lot mental and like Mm -hmm. making sure you're good mentally because if you're not good mentally you can't make good decisions right and uh you know i tell people get like a notebook or go on the notes on your phone and make a list of a bunch of shit that you hate right? If you hate swimming, I hate running, I hate working out, I hate cardio, I hate like a bunch of different things. And I tell them, you know, every month I want you to pick one thing off that list. And you're going to pick one thing and you're going to conquer that fear. You're going to conquer that thing that you hate. So if you hate, you know, doing cardio when you're at the gym for that, for these next 30 days, every time you go to the gym, I want you to do cardio. What that's going to do is it's going to build, you know, fortitude for your mind because that's something you don't want to do, but it turns into on that 20 to 30th day it's going to turn into you're not thinking about hating it anymore you just mm-hmm. know this is what i got to do when i go here well it and, builds character if you like, can train your mind to, to it, overcome yeah. all the things that you hate what's left you know, what's going to stop you at that point right because all life is like when you when you give up or don't want to do something it's more often than not because you're scared to fail or because you're scared in general and so if you can get over those fears if you can learn to love the things that are holding you back you know that's how these people, you have these people with success stories where, you know, they go from growing up poor to multimillionaire. Now they're influencing people, you know, mm-hmm. on podcasts all across the world, whatever else. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a big doing. thing we'll just, is living uncomfortable. Well, it's funny that you that's say what that. We're gonna like, do. What you were just saying is like, people don't understand that. Like when you put yourself in those uncomfortable situations, like you end up not always even liking those tasks, but like you like that feeling, you like that you get that feeling of change like david goggins is literally one of the most well-known people for this the dude literally talks about it he run i think he said he ran 800 mile races Ultra eight weekends in a row the dude hates running he still talks about it to this day i know i've watched hates that. public I've speaking watched that. he does it because he knows that he's building that grit he's building that long-term success he's doing those things that he doesn't like to do stepping outside his comfort zone and continuing to grow like the dude runs more than anyone else and the dude fucking hates running you can get up and start doing some things that make you a little bit uncomfortable so you can grow as a person. And, like, it's funny the skills, the tools, the mindsets that you learn from those things. It's not always, you know, so direct. People get so caught up on, I'm doing this specific thing. What's this exact task going to gain me? And it's not, it's the process of the task. It's the things that go on with it. It's the relationships, maybe, if others are involved. It's the thought process that you're going through as you're solving new problems. It's just like when people say all the time, you know, reading is a good thing. Why should I read? because you're teaching the brain to learn new things. You're learning new concepts. The brain is continuing to grow. If you just leave something stagnant, 
what do you think is going to happen? It's going to slowly start to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, you know, they'll sit and spend their three, four hours at home sitting there mindlessly just watching the TV, mm-hmm. right? Watching right. their favorite TV show, whatever else. It's like, dude. And we've all been there. It's not going to work. We've all been there, though. Like, I've been there. And, like, to act like you haven't been there, it's easy to sit there and live in a fantasy land. And, like, you see, you can pull certain scenes and you can kind of relate to it and you can kind of feel like, but fuck that. Go live that shit yourself. Mm -hmm. You kind of, it's completely possible. And, like, right now is there's no more time than that. Like, everything that happens happens in cycles. And, like, right now there is a lot of freedom for individuals to make money and start their own companies. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of distrust with government-based agencies, you know, all these government-based jobs, you know, people don't want to buy into corporations either. People want to see individuals succeed. They want to see someone from the friendly neighborhood around, you know, they want to see that company succeed nowadays right now. It really is starting to flourish, but like, you got to take opportunity. Like you were saying, don't be behind the curve, jumping on the bandwagon, be one of the first to it. Right. Yeah. And that's being that first guy to the curve creates failure, right? Like before somebody succeeded, at doing you know a big podcast i'm sure a bunch of people failed you know no matter what it was i'm sure a bunch of people have to walk so somebody can run right and that's really what it comes down to you know and even for even for when you have somebody that wants to take that jump and wants to try and this is for anybody listening like the most important thing is like i said in the beginning is just to make sure it's something you want to do because like like you were saying, if you work your nine to five and this is going to be your side hustle, you're going to come home tired, right? You're going to come home after you worked a full day. You're going to be tired. You're not going to want to do it. So it's got to be something that you have enough passion for that you force yourself to do it. Well, it's like an escape too. Like to some degree, like if it's some sort of mental escape where you're gaining value from it, that's how you know it's something like you truly have passion for. And like too many people are start doing things that, like you said, they don't truly enjoy, but they like the idea behind it. They or like they think what like, oh, comes I can with make it. Some money doing they, this. Well, yeah, they like the image money. that comes with it. They like you know the clout is the huge thing nowadays. Everyone wants all this attention, and it's like you guys want attention, and you haven't even built anything yet. You mm-hmm. build something, and then the attention will always come. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like it's last man standing with all this shit. Like you said before, like a lot of people have failed with podcasts. They failed with podcasts because they gave up just like anything else you don't fail until you give up and like that meant it wasn't what they were truly passionate about or they let the masses tell them what to do Mm -hmm. that's that's and that's a big thing that's why i think me and zach always got together i feel like we've definitely shared the passion of like helping people but bringing stories out right like like doing this podcast like explaining to people like showing people like look like these three people in this chair like if we were smart we'd be worth a million a piece mm-hmm. right now, right? And it's like Easily. we fucked it up. Yeah. It's like so everybody's gonna fuck it up, right? And yeah, that's, so I think um just back to the group and boost and all that, I think that was just the best thing. I'd have out out of it all was the networking and the people we've met. I think and I've met a lot of people in person and there's still there were so many times where even Scott contest, I'd be out in the middle of the fucking water all the way here in Syracuse, New York, in a lake, and people would come up to me and be like, Are you Zach Sweet? And I'm like, Yeah, they're like, Yeah, you made me twenty five grand on cheap. And I'm like, you know, I still get it to this day sometimes. And I think that that's just I love the networking from it, the people we've met, the people we've helped. And that was always what I wanted to do. And people always could see that with me. And we've talked about this. And we always said that we, the me and the Pat was like the perfect kind of matchup just because, you know, he had all the charisma and just was like, 
fuck this, fuck that, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then, like, there was me where I was, like, for the people, like, wake up every morning, mm-hmm. shot the message, words of affirmation, like, yo, guys, we got this. We're going to just keep working, keep grinding, yada, yada, yada. And that that was that was fun. You know, that was fun trying to get people motivated and telling them, like, look, you know, we're all in this together, and we're learning together, we're losing together, we're winning together, and that that was the best part about it. I fucking, I miss it a lot. I, I mean, even after we had like 2,500 people in it, it was, there was like 500 people online at all times, just no sleep. That telegram going off like clockwork yeah, all fucking night, I remember. And there's times where we would just, like when we weren't there, people were like, where, where are all these people? Where are these people? We had to start taking shifts just so we could all be in the telegram at one point. And I remember when, um, when she first blew up and I was on the plane, I was flying to Florida and I didn't have any service. And I remember I got off the plane dude. I finally got service and do the shit with people were going absolutely bonkers, dude. And people were just like, Oh my God, it was crazy. I still have screenshots and shit of that shit. I want to do a podcast with Trustin. I haven't, I talk to him every once in a while yeah, on Instagram. I, I don't know where mm-hmm. he's at or what he's, he's up still to. doing his untouched thing. I know he started his own group oh, yeah. and we, yeah, we, not... we chop it up once in a while. I'm in there. I, I'm in I heard he group. does a lot of Forex. Yeah, yeah. He does like a lot of, he trades a lot of the indexes and Bitcoin. Is that where you got the idea about the text notifications? Cause yeah, I think cause he, he was telling me about yeah, that, how they does, do text notifications yeah, for that. I just, you know, cause exactly, you know, cause he does it with his group and shit like that. And I thought, I think it's really cool um, that he's, you know, he's doing his thing and, Trustin was always another fucking killer admin. I liked him. Trustin I liked him a awesome lot. He never talked fuck. much, but no, he but knew he, what he, he was doing. Yeah, and he's yeah, killing yeah. it right now. I want to get him on the pod. I really wanted to go down to like, you know, meet him, and he knows some really pretty, really he well know, he, connected yeah, people. Yeah, he knows a lot of well connected yeah, yeah, people yeah. too, and to get him on. And okay, I'm good. You can hear me. Don't touch my mic. What are you doing? oh <laughs> uh, but yeah no so it was um trusting that'd be a good one i got a lot of people yeah we got a whole list but i think the group um and one thing i just wanted to say about it too because i think a lot of people it's a big issue that like it's this hater mentality too and like i think it's a big problem people have when they're trying to step outside their comfort zone it's like you see people with success and like you automatically there's some form of jealousy and like i'll be the first to admit like i i never joined boost because like i didn't wasn't a huge fan of Pat from the beginning and I went off and did my own thing and like liked helping people and got involved to the point where like now I'm part of a you know a project that's been around that we're all creating the tech to you know do some of the stuff to help people but it wasn't to the point where I was able to look at someone like Pat and as much as I don't agree with what he's done and anyone that knows me knows I'm not a big fan of the guy but you can't hate the guy. You you know you got to look at what he did he and like the dude hard. put in work. Like he he built something and you might not agree with what he built it on, but like that dude woke up at seven a.m. and he was ready to even before I'm not gonna, you know what I mean. And he did that it all day up. long and like he built something that you know you got to be able to kind of give him a little bit of a pat on the back when you when you see it and like if you can't look at someone like that and understand and and take something from it it's just nothing to gain and like too yeah, many people still, are too quick still, to yeah. just be like oh fuck him Definitely fuck him still, fuck him. still like, yeah still even for him to formulate and bring that to the volume that it got to right yeah. like it was an accomplishment for yeah, sure definitely. the problem is it's like whether you want to say he got too greedy and oh, that's did. what happened right. you know no matter how you want to spin it you know 
it takes work to do what he did. Yeah. Like you can't. Well, not no one goes out with the idea, and that's where people think. Like, also, no one that goes out as a leader that does something corrupt ever originally had the plan of doing that. They always have good intentions. It's other things get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. When you're staring at the ability to, you know, make seven figures, make, you know, be able <laughs> Six to figures just easily. push a message and turn that into 250,000. Who isn't going to take advantage of that opportunity, right? Right. Like whether it's right or wrong, you know, you think about even just we're old enough now, like corporate America, like people get rich fucking people over every single day. For someone to Uh, make money, someone's got to lose money and people don't understand that in all these markets for someone to make money, someone has to lose money. Not even just markets, just just in general. For you to put money in your pocket, somebody had to take money out of theirs. That's how it works. Every time you get a paycheck, that's money out of your company's pocket. That's still money out of somebody's pocket, no matter Mm -hmm. how you look at it, whether it's an investment or a paycheck. Yep. And, I mean, the goal of life is to take money out of other people's pockets and put it, put it in, in yours, yours 100%. no matter how how. Well, but that's when people say, like, oh, well, money doesn't make you happy. But I was like, it sure as hell does buy shit that makes you happy. So Money you makes you happy. Yeah. Anybody who says money doesn't make right. you happy, they're fucking broke. And they've never, I'm sorry, well, like... That, they've never fucking had any. They've never fucking had any. They've yeah. never felt it. Like, I felt that shit. I know what it was like traveling, being in MGM mansion, fucking staying in... Big ass fucking hotel fucking rooms that lo- fucking Floyd Mayweather was staying in right next door. Like, you know, they people don't they they see that. It doesn't shit. make you happy, but it makes it easy. And like, it it makes it, I mean, that's what oh, I, that's what I was gonna touch well, on. It's like there's still the thought. People yeah. say you it's can the have you can money. have money and be depressed. Right? Oh, right. You can yeah, have yeah. money and your life can fucking oh, I know suck. So many yeah. people that have, yeah, 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 yeah. People that burn themselves out, work yeah. too right. much, you know, got money the wrong way, and now they feel guilty. Whatever it is, up to get that money, whatever it is. But like you said, like yeah, like money buys anything in this world without mm-hmm. money you're nothing yeah. like and, and it's sad to say that but, but to like, have an impact that's you need what money the too, world though. is yeah, you know right, what i mean you right. need money We're, money is the impact, is the sure. driving force of the world without mm-hmm. money you can't get anything done mm-hmm. well, um, like well like yeah, my yeah. my like absolute you know dream job is like one to open my own rehab facility but two is to open a venture capital firm to like invest in companies like that and like that's how you really grow wealth is like you're able to invest in people and actually have that opportunity and there's not enough people that are willing to do shit like that that fucking it makes it tough nowadays like everyone's looking for that quick dollar what can they invest in that's gonna you know blow up quickly but you need to be investing in people ideas and principles (laughs) (laughs) and the other the other problem with that is like uh like once you get to a certain amount of wealth like you just naturally get connected with people that have that level of wealth right like like joe schmo working on the streets never going to get to have a conversation you know with a million dollar real estate owner in syracuse right like he's never going to have that conversation but if you you know work yourself up a really good reputation and you build your net worth and then you become a real estate mogul in the area maybe not on his level but now you can have a conversation with that guy right. and and what people understand is people at those levels like they don't always agree with each other and like we talk about this shit all the time is like too many people think they can't have a conversation with someone and leave the conversation and still disagree but see it from the other person's mm-hmm. point of view and right, that's yeah. where too many people are so heart set on that like they have to always be trying to prove their point like when you're having a debate or a conversation with someone where you don't agree with them you shouldn't leave the conversation trying to make your point. You should leave the conversation trying to hear their side as much as you can. Yes, you still want to make your case, but you're not trying to argue for them to join your side. You're trying to just make your case about why you're on your side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always, you know, everybody's going to have a different perspective or a different viewpoint on something. And I've had times where, just like you said, like, I'll be honest, if you're my friend and I don't ever disagree with you or like argue with you, 
uh, I'm probably not your fucking friend. Yeah. Right. You're, you're not my friend, yeah. at least, right. right? Like, if you say some 100%. wild shit, I'm telling you. Right. Well, and that's where, like, I don't, you know, I get that shit all the time, like, argumentative. Like, you're so fucking argumentative about this. And it's like, would you not want me to tell you, like... The truth or be Yeah, you want me to just sugarcoat everything and, like, just let you fucking go out and, like, if I have any sort... If I tell you something negative or criticize or do something... It's to help you. It's never in a bad... It's from experience. Exactly. I'm never going to talk about some shit I don't have some experience or knowledge on. Like, I'm not going to open up my mouth and and say something in those situations. That's where, like, a lot of people are way too quick to talk. Like, it's not know your your role, but, like, to some degree, like, you need to have experience and, and knowledge in something before you try to give advice. And, like, if someone is giving advice and it's someone that you're friends with and you care about them... Open your ears a little bit. You don't have to agree with what they're trying to tell you, but listen. And that's the beautiful thing. Well, no, no, go ahead. Go on. But that's the beautiful thing about building a network of good Mm -hmm. friends. Yeah, right. Well, that's why I like doing the show. Build that strong network of good friends. Then you can like, hey guys, this is like an idea I've had in my head. What are your thoughts? But then you have and those people that you can trust. That's what people, I always wanted. Yeah, to and do. you know, people like, that can tell you you're fuck, an idiot. If Zach or thinks that yeah. if Zach says, "Yo, you're fucking Boom. out of left field with this shit," then I'm probably out of left field with this shit. But like, if That's you don't have deep. those people in your circle that you can go to for that, there's gonna be those people like, "Hey, I got this idea." There's people like, "That's fire, bro." You know what I mean? Like, just fucking people. It's like, dude, what the fuck's that even mean? You know what I mean? You need to build your circle and build a network of people that will argue with you, will disagree with you. Give me feedback. Because that's the only way, right? Is like, if if I find a flaw in what you're trying to do, guess what? That's something you can fix. That's something now you can work Mm -hmm. on. That was was something I always wanted to do with Boost and was travel like all across country and meet people and do pods with them for like well, yeah, people we I help do, like meet to like, meet and greets or just and, like yeah. just meet up with people and, and talk to them like how do we change your life like you know there's so many people on there that we made millionaires and literally have changed their life forever we, and we did a meet and greet for I, so that was really cool like i wanted to do a bigger i mean we did we we did one not like yeah with, after but i i that was in the heart my thing like in the heart of it i wanted to travel all across country and meet all the people that we helped and do i mean i we still can i mean now i mean i definitely want to have people here that's what i was thinking i can now that i have the uh, airbnb it's like fly them in they have a place it'll to stay. get to that yeah you know, no, I, for as sure. this gets bigger and bigger it'll yeah. get to that point where there was you're gonna hear one, the stories there was like claudia out. remember claudia that lady yeah. we she's still doing her thing like i would love to do, I, we should definitely ask her i know she would definitely be down there's to so do many great. people that were in that chat that like sh- it, and it really was at the end of the day. It was like a lot of it was like shib alone. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of, like, like DPLS. Really, well, it like, was the DPLS too. Was the big so, like, one. Are you still holding it's, that? It's, yeah. It was just like what I was saying at the beginning <laughs> with the sports still betting. Still holding like, DPLS. Four hundred. I've already saw people shares. like that either knew someone or were already in boost that made the money off shib, and like that was the reason why so many people stuck around. And like we saw, I saw this. I was in a lot of different trading. Rooms, as soon as I like, laughed, it was once they started to like once there was one big call. What would happen is like. Everyone would be sitting there like sucking from the teat and like people saw the opportunity to like make a little money on the side. And like there was always the idea of we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. But like you just start to trickle farther and farther down and then other people start to do it. And then like you just kind of lose sight of like what the original plan was. And like the original idea isn't to just like make money for yourself because like what the fuck fun is it by yourself? Like and like, yeah, how the difference, That's right? And, I mean, you can believe in like a higher power, whatever else, which I don't, I don't even think I necessarily do, but I definitely believe in like doing the right. You put thing. out and yeah. good shit into the world, you're gonna get good shit back. Like even if you don't get that good shit back right away, 
I know I've done enough good shit in my life, even just in that one fucking year. Like, I feel like I did enough good shit yeah, in that one fucking wild, year. Bro. That's how Where, I bro, feel. Bro, that shit's going to keep me running for a long time. That's how, you know I, I, mean? that's how I felt. Like, I... For all the people that we've helped along the way, the calls that I've made—I mean, again, Shiva and DPLS made people the six I can't figures. We're still holding that. The dude. funniest. Is what is can that, I tell like you what the funniest? Now? No, it's literally been three, think, at least three. I think I bought it right after uh, the year because I bought it in January, right when the new year hit. Twenty twenty. Twenty one. It was twenty one. Yeah, it was twenty one. What year was the fucking bull run? It was, 21. yeah, it was, yeah, because that's 21, when I, 21, 21. yeah, because that's when I really started, and that's when I found it. it, was like, that was like one of the first penny stocks I bought on TDA. I remember TDA. that, and like, because I was just, I was, and we ran I was, like crazy and mad. I was still at that point just fucking with Robinhood and Weeble, mm, yeah. and I don't think you could get it on yeah, Weeble. Yeah, you couldn't, you had to download TDA Ameritrade. So, like, and I don't know whatever happened, but I missed that one. That was a big one that I yeah. missed. And I didn't miss shit, but I definitely didn't make what I could have oh, made. either. No. Everybody thinks, close. like, everybody, yeah, everyone thinks Yeah, they thought like, we got filthy rich, but you don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I can't like, tell you how many. Well, that was what I was going to say. Like, I can't thinking, tell yeah. you how many people, like, I, and, like, this it's is shitty where, like, that sucks that, like, I've obviously, I mean, like, it's not shitty, but, I, I mean, it's, everyone's, like, you made other people millionaires. Why aren't you one? <laughs> like, oh, it's it's like, but dude, still, that's they, how it they, they don't understand is like the all the hours that we were putting in. We weren't even putting ourselves first. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Not even near. We first. weren't even thinking. Like, There's so much going on. It would just there were so many people that we just dropped what we were doing to help them. We're like, dude, like honestly, like we could have just had a group with five, six, seven, eight people and done everything we did with thousands of people yeah, right? right but you wouldn't have had the brotherhood the experience the people, ability to help other people i met some dope there's like, people uh, out there right now that so probably think about me and you oh, all the right. time every day all right when they go and get in their fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar car that they right. got from shit right, right. like so i know one like, dude i forgot he was he lived in florida he like sent me pictures and shit he literally bought a new truck like all this shit he's like bro thank you so much like you you don't understand like you in fucking changed insane, my whole man. family's life and it's just like you're so right i didn't really think about that but you're right well the you know, few is like worth said, the many and like if you like helping people like that's what's important and i know like, within my lifetime that shit will definitely i mean again it has come back to me fucking oh, running know. into billionaires yeah. and so dry, got the best b- borrowing billionaires audis and shit like that. that shit comes back it really does that and that's why you know i know we've been put in those situations because our life is destined for way more than what it is right now but i know it's just a, it's just a it's a stepping stone and i know that it's gonna happen again and i wish i always said i just kind of wish i built my own thing because i know exactly how i wanted to run it and how to build it and we've talked numerous times about it and that's how you learn i know yeah right you know i did you know learned we've done it we've we've done it multiple times but now we know and it, it's gonna get better because that's what we're doing with this right now you know we just we started this with a, using our voices first and then it's definitely you know we're building that credibility we're showing people yeah, that we're putting around, the fucking yeah. work but i think um you know it's it's still definitely a long conversation i think we're gonna have multiple other boost admins on here like i said i want to get chris on here you're you we talked you're finally here i'd love to get jack on here I still talk. I think he's down in Florida. Is, is oh, yeah, he he's back. Been, well, I know he's back in Florida. I remember he, I saw him by his house. Um, yeah, I well, talked yeah, with him every once in a while. There's a point in time where when me and my ex broke up, I was going to move down there mm-hmm. with him. Right. Which I never ended up, but 
Yeah, I haven't talked to him in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I miss what all. I mean, the OG boost. What about Junie? <laughs> Junie, he's here. Oh, God, man. I, me and Junie squashed everything. Me yeah, and no, Junie are yeah, cool. Me and him that. talk every once in a while. I haven't talked to him in a while. I, I've been on the reach out to if you listen to this, you are off your fucking rocker, bro. <laughs> 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 Love you to death, too. Yeah, Junie was Junie. He would, he's, yeah. He's fucking, he's He was the life of the party. He knows that, He was literally the life of the party, dude. That's how it works in all these situations. But you needed somebody like that there. You needed somebody like that. Nah, we definitely had all all that crazy charisma there's so many different personalities and shit and it was awesome and again it's all gonna it's always gonna be a brought up discussion we i mean i think definitely down the road we're we'll just have gonna, a deep one no no point, and yeah. that's just gonna have to be done with pat yeah me and pat on here and oh, just fuck, yeah <laughs> and then so but that's i Crickets. mean you gotta get you gotta do shit and, but, but that's what people but like, that's how, people yeah. will watch it yeah. people get the views will be insane and yeah, that's, that's what the people 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 want to hear shit though drama. yeah people they do they no right to well, you gotta give them a chance wrong, to hear and want to know the truth and that's the thing people always thought like i had something to do with it like and i was like do you think like i was like you guys are crazy to think I would be doing the same shit. Like that is yeah, not that is and, not me. So no, many just people a trusting thought. Person. Like you were just a trusting person. Like and luckily, yeah. No, Zach. I never. I knew Zach wasn't in on it. I used to call Zach about stuff. Zach knew that I knew long before I blew well, up yeah, and boosted. Like I used to call Zach and be like, "Bro, you know this is going on," and he's like. Well, and at the time, like, I didn't know Zach anything, didn't know really. how to read wallets yeah, and look I at certain didn't. things. I like, so, like, I was the only person who had enough power in Boost and knew enough. You were smart. You just knew how to search the wallet. Honestly, like, subconsciously, I think I learned how to do that stuff probably from you talking to Zach about it because, like, I was involved with, like, the other dudes that knew how to do it. And I think hearing about that shit was probably one of the main reasons why, like, I tracking learned how to wallets, use tracking right. wallets and, and shit. Ether scan and shit, like, right. And you can't, it's hard to just find somebody's wallet out of the blue, right? No. But, like, when we first yeah. got into crypto, I, Pat had, like, no limits on Coinbase to buy any crypto. So, like, I was buying his crypto on my account and then sending him the crypto. Like, and then he would just send me the money, right? Mm. So, that's how I got his wallet. Right. Because I was sending it directly to his Coinbase wallet. And then that's how I oh, got it. You can't it. hide that number. Once you have his Coinbase, that's the one number you can That was yeah. the number one wall. Everything funneled out of that. So, yeah. like, I had the keys at that point. But, I mean, it was still... You know, I'm glad I left the way I did. Like, even though yeah. it was like definitely not the most professional yeah, way to it do was, it, it was a lot because of what for that a long did time. is it showed everybody like, oh shit, this guy wasn't with what was going on. Like, fuck, he just straight up left. Right, and that's it's like, dude, let's be honest. Like, you did it, I did it. We left Boost. Like, we could have just been like, fuck everybody like, else. We could have been like, Boost, right. Boost, Boost, buddy. I'd be sitting, I'd be, be sitting pretty all right. Exactly. In a Lambo. I'd be sitting in a Lambo in Miami, Florida, right now. Blood money, yeah, exactly. Bro. Off the people that trust. But guess and what? I wouldn't. I, there would be a part right of me that feels guilty as fuck for what I did. And, and it's like also, in all those situations, you know, you get that feeling in your gut when you're doing something. And you just you know, know it's going to catch up with you. Yeah. If you're touching millions off crypto, you know, it's going to catch up with yeah. you unless you did it the right way. If you did it legit way, right. you're good. But if you're scamming people, you know, and you're seeing all these people now that were even like some low end NFT projects that just disappeared. Like, right. bro, people are getting fucking arrested, yeah. indicted, yep. all this shit. Yep. So it's like. I'm glad in a way I got out when I yep. did because I don't need to be caught up in that Fuck shit. Especially, no. that especially people who don't deserve yeah, it. Right. Man. Like, um, yeah, I and was there not... were people that were smart enough to set up fall people that like when this shit does come around, like the wrong people are gonna get fucked. And it's like you gotta be careful what you're associating with, like what you're putting your name on, like what you're putting your shit mm -hmm. on, like who you're being around. Um <clears throat> what are you looking for? Time. Um but yeah, no, I think it's again there, there there's gonna be multiple boost conversations that'll come out and with different people and that'll be the beauty of it. It's everyone's gonna have a different outlook on it. That's why I wanna do a bunch of pods with a bunch of different people from it and travel. 
But um, again, like great it time. Of, it, was it was one fun. of the first things of its kind. Yeah, it really was. It was and great. like, and it, the, and again, it can happen. It can be recreated yeah, in time. different times. There's oh, there's always, so there's much time. We just know how to do it now. So, but um, since it's Super Bowl weekend, though. Well, uh, I want to touch on. Well, let's talk. You know, we'll take the last. You know, it's been like fifteen minutes, so we'll take the last ten minutes and just talk. You know, the, the, all right, Philly or Kansas City? Who, who, who are we thinking? I got Philly. He's got Philly. So, like, this is like one of those. Scott funny was talking things, about like, it earlier, yeah, so now we can bring it up. Like, yeah, we can. People yeah. like get too crazy when they're sports betting. Yeah, and stuff I know. And, like, that's yeah. We, think mentalities don't play into it. And, like, Super I'll tell Bowl you, two things sports. that play huge in this, and this is coming from someone that, like, at the end of last year, I looked at the season. I said Kansas City's going to run the table. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Like Patrick Mahomes isn't getting enough respect. Like that team respects him enough in the locker room where like they're going to go out and they're going to win it. Philly came out this year and. Started out, I mean, they looked like the best team in the NFL the first, whatever, 10 weeks of the season. Jalen Hurts goes down. They look like a top, a bottom 10 team in the NFL. Comes back. They run through. One bad game. Run through playoffs. Dude looks like a stud. They beat San Francisco. Set it up with Purdy. Yeah, with the whole situation for everyone to talk shit. It's set up perfectly for that. The 49ers now come out and haven't stopped talking shit since the game, and now Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP over Jalen Hurts right before the game. If you don't think that Philly locker room is fucking off their rockers, ready to literally shoot someone in the goddamn face <laughs> if they get the opportunity, mm-hmm. like, that team is about to pop off so hard, it's going to be unreal. Now, that doesn't mean that Kansas City can't take advantage of that, but Philly is going to come out smoking hot. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna play all game like it's. I the hope last it's a game good game. I it's gonna it's be. This is gonna be. I really hope this it's is a good game. I think it will be. I think it'll be a very good game in a long time. Because yeah. if you look at you know you look at where Philly is good, right? Like as much as everybody loves their offense, like their defense, their defensive line Studs. has seventy eight sacks in the regular season, right? That's, that's crazy. like do the math. It's like what five, four, almost five a game. Like nobody else is anywhere near that number. Well, it's gonna and be. Then you take into account like Patrick Mahomes. He has a high ankle sprain. How healthy is he coming into right. the game? You know, he's going to get sacked once or twice at least. And but like, if there's anybody in the NFL who can take five sacks and win a game, it's Patrick Mahomes. Because, I mean, if you're going to put it, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, he's going to be close. the best quarterback in the NFL until not he gets close. a bad injury or until he retires, right? right? Or until we see somebody else come up. And, I mean, they just don't have the talent. Like he doesn't have solid wide receivers. He has Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, but I feel like but Kelsey's a good matchup Eagles against defense. The, but he's a better matchup than what what the Kansas City's had in the past. If Kansas City still had like the past receivers they've had, our DBs kind of match up a little bit better with them. They're a little bit lengthier now, so like the team they have, like Kelsey, might be able to bust up like the middle a little bit. Like it's kind of a decent matchup for him, and that dude loves. I mean, look. The problem is, is he loves to make that. Patrick makes a living extending plays, and also those quick little, you know, hook routes in the oh, middle yeah. to Travis Kelsey. Yeah. The problem is when you have a team that has seventy-eight sacks, oh, yeah. that pressure's coming up through the middle, right off the rip. You know, their D line, their D tackles have double-digit sacks yeah. on the year, so that pressure's coming from the middle and it's coming from outside. So I just think, I, as somebody who bets on sports almost every single day, pretty much every <laughs> single day, yeah, I'm gonna take the Eagles, and I think I'm gonna take the over too. I think it's gonna be. I think both teams okay. are over thirty points. 
because it's oh yeah it's Without a super a bowl just right no yeah. like, you're just showing out yeah. but right? they're just you're not too, running the clock you're not they're two of the best offenses to watch the chiefs mm-hmm. all year the chiefs don't even know how to run the clock the no. chiefs don't even run the football they just, patrick mahomes is going to pass the ball 50 times you know what i mean and i think i, I don't know I, this is one of the years though where i'm not going to lie it took me i didn't really know who i was going to bet until yeah. like yesterday it, it was one of those years tough, where it's like you have and it's an overwhelming, like, the Eagles are so good all around. But then the Chiefs fucking have Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think how one guy can make you feel like you can't count him out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be honest with you. Like, I feel like both teams were underrated and kind of overlooked all season. That I would have took either of them if they made it to the Super Bowl. So, like, now seeing them, I'm kind of just like, It's oh. funny because you have two Cowboys fans sitting here with an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking diehard Cowboys yeah. fan. And it's but so you gotta be a realist. And, like, that's where people fuck up in sports betting, too, is, like, I can't tell you how You can't bet on emotion. You yeah, cannot bet on emotion. people care way too much, mm-hmm. and they try to act like it's not emotions that are playing in their bets, and then they oh, lose yeah, their money, and then they're even more emotional because they lost their money because they were emotionally tied to the bet. And it's like... <sighs> Yeah, that's the worst, right? I'm not right. trying and to tell you this because I don't give a flying fuck. I'm just trying to help you not lose your money. like. And I'll be honest, when we played the 49ers, I kind of played it backwards. When we played the 49ers in the playoffs, I bet on the 49ers. Oh, yeah. I took the 49ers to win. But so, like, that was you me wanted the Cowboys to win. Yeah. I wanted the Cowboys to win, but I knew Realist. if the Cowboys won, I was losing money. But still, at the end of the day, it's like, fuck, the Cowboys won. We're in the, you know, NFC Championship right. game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a fair trade, but like I, in my head knew, like you just look at the game and you got to make the right bet. That's what sports gambling is, right? Is you can't put emotions in it and you can't bet everything. You can't be like, Oh, there's 11 games on today. I need to bet all 11. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like so many people, it's like, boom, build this 11 leg parlay that turns 10 bucks into 2,500. It's like. Vegas it's was only built on bucks, your blood, guys. sweat, and tears, guys. Like, it's only no 10 bucks, money, but nothing. guess what? If it's 10 bucks three times a night for the next four weeks and you never hit one, buddy, you just blew several hundred dollars. Right. You know, well, you didn't I can't tell you how many people we know that like go through like whole paychecks and like, I don't have any money. Why don't you have any money? Oh, I'd buy this, I'd buy that. And then sports bet, sports bet, sports bet, sports bet, sports mm-hmm. bet. And it's like, like you were talking about before, they're trying to dig out of a hole and it's just like, Stop betting on fucking sports and go spend your money on something you actually enjoy. Make enough money so that the money you lose on sports isn't all the money you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't be betting or gambling on sports in general. You got like, money to lose, right? Like the Just money like that else. the money that the account, money that I like gamble that. with is usually only anywhere from like one percent to five percent of the total money that yeah, I have. Right, yeah, like that's you the always, amount of money ever sitting yeah, in my but, FanDuel account. Like, and that's got to be such a good feeling knowing that you have a good enough strategy where you can use small amounts of money to win yeah, decent, decent to, amounts right? of money. Because like, even if you hit two, you know, three, two to three, two hundred dollar bets a week, you know, like you're saying, that's an extra thousand bucks a week, a month people, almost, or something. And people, even if you break it down, like I'm, I'll bet, you know, a, a single bet for fifty bucks, and like normal on a normal single bet, I'll about double your money. So say fifty into a hundred. You know, if I can do that four times a week, right? Like, say I bet 12 times and I win eight and I lose four, so I'm up four bets. So that's about 200 bucks. If you do 200 bucks a week, I mean, right there, that's a side hustle. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Or even if you, if you didn't just, do anything, you just do one bet a day and you hit it more often than not, that's 50 bucks in your pocket. 50 bucks a day, do the fucking math, 365 days a year, it's what? Probably close to $20,000. Yeah. And you're only betting 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is like, our generation, like you said, they're so quick into money. quick money that like and it is fifty into a hundred isn't good enough. And it is quick money because it's right there on your phone, and you can't obviously. And it's easy money too, but like it takes you know it takes time and 
effort to kind of get good at that gambling strategy for you yourself. Have to lose money and obviously, to make money. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just so easy now because you know everybody's got groups and you can just join a group and just follow somebody's picks and make money. And that's a lot of fucked up but thing. Yeah. A, a lot of people can do that now. Learn, and then when that gets pulled right. away from you, that's when people go on these it turns is, where they lose all their money because they no longer have someone telling them exactly, exactly. what to do. So, I mean, and it, but that just goes, so it is kind of like a blessing in disguise. Like it is nice to just, oh, pop in a group, follow somebody's picks and win money. But sooner or later, you want to learn how to eventually pick out your own picks and why are they betting? What does this mean? You know, why? You know, yada, yada, yada. Well, just it like comes down else. to having the right intentions when you start yeah, exactly. it, right? Yep. Like I'm good at gambling on sports because like I, you live, like sports. I fucking live, right. sleep and breathe sports. Like I'm watching... These fucking NBA games that are on at starting at 1040 at night, they don't get over till 1 a.m. I'm watching the whole fucking game right, unless right. it's a blowout, right? right. And, and that's because if I'm going to take advantage of any of the Vegas lines on somebody, I've got to really watch. You You can't look at a fucking sports. No. Like, you can't Eyeball. look at the stats card Eyeball. and just be like, oh, this no. is what he's going to do tonight, mm-hmm. right? right. Like, you gotta ha- you got to know what you're betting on. you got to know, like, certain things. Like, for example, this, like the Jets. When I don't know if you guys, like... Mike White for the Jets, the backup quarterback. He only, he played, I think he started two games in his second one. He got hurt um, this year, but he had only played one prior game to starting before this year. And he had like 540 yards in his one game that he had played ever. And uh, he started a game this year after Zach Wilson got hurt. And they had his line at like 218 yards. And he was like plus 600 to throw for 300 plus he threw for like 389 wow but like right there that's right yeah, like that's, that's if, if you don't no watch shit. football you have no fucking right. clue who mike exactly. white is you're no, not no, doing the fuck? yeah you're like this guy you're betting against the yeah, jets you're taking, you're taking his under, under you're yeah. like he fucking sucks he's yeah. the backup who the for the jets this guy yeah well but like it, if you it, know emotions. like dude in the right research there, though like you're that's saying six times your money you put 50 yeah. bucks on that that's 300 bucks profit dude yeah exactly and that's and that's where really that's what separates really good sports betters from other people because they do the research, they know sports. They history. wait for the right bet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you I said, the, like the LeBron bet, easy. You know, at home, the Lakers for him to break right, the record. For him to break the record, well, they had the plus fucking, 140 or something. Plus 140, and they they had 200 extra media members in the house. His whole family, his team from high school, like, like oh yeah, they literally basically told you the script. Like, hey, he's, he's fucking breaking it. Yeah, yeah. unless yeah. he unless he can't put that money. I was gonna say, put the ball broke, through the freaking broke his legs. Hurt, yeah, break which I'm not gonna lie. lie, we saw him get like poked in the fucking eye in the ah. first half. In my head, I'm just like, yeah, this is it. This is it. Like they, I was like, fucking Vegas made the call. Like they, right. There was too much call. money. There was yeah. too, there was too much, much money on LeBron. We right. fucked up. Right. But, you know, and people think, back. and people that don't think that's exactly how this shit works, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like oh, if yeah. they understand uh, how much it, money it, goes it into sports, you gotta betting. be on the right side of things, right? right? And you gotta look. And that's something it ain't I take revenue into from account. tickets that they're yep. making. The that's money something on, I take into account. Like even with me betting the Super Bowl, is like, where's all the money at? I'm not gonna lie. I feel like a lot of the money is with Philly. But I also feel like there's some big betters though with Kansas City. There's a lot of people that which is what it always fucking. Like we all Shit's saw wild, fucking dude. Drake's, you know, Instagram post. He put like roughly around a million dollars spread across a few different bets on on Kansas City, and that's only what he's showing you, right? Like he's probably betting on the official sports books. His dumbass probably bet on both, and it's for just even more him. money. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. oh yeah, all those dudes that post like that, that, the stuff they post isn't even like their big bets. Like then no, that, that's right. what you got to think. Seven hundred thousand. The Drake's like a fucking drop in the bucket. Like yeah, these dudes got cash bets too. Yeah, like exactly. fucking people they're like close with. Yeah, and shit, those like, are those are fucking sports books you don't get access yeah. to. Exactly. Yeah. But I think uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. good. And like I said, it was Super Bowl weekend. Figured on the, the the sash with that. 
um ryan thanks again for making the trip to come out and uh, chop it up with us and yeah we're gonna hopefully hopefully when this airs the fucking eagles are super bowl yeah right guys (laughs) um cowboys but all right i'm wrapping it up guys have a safe and fun super bowl weekend and uh we'll see you guys next time love you